emptied out and filled. We've come to drink from the fountain. And when we drink from the fountain, we go back filled. The Bible says in the book of 1 Kings chapter 17, verses 7, and the Bible says, some time later, the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. Then the word of the Lord came to him. Go at once to Zarephath in the region of Sidon and stay there. I have directed a widow there to supply you with food. So he went to Zarephath. When he came to the town gate, a widow was there gathering sticks. He called to her and asked, Would you bring me a little water in a jar so I may have a drink? As she was going to get it, he called, And bring me, please, a piece of bread. As surely as the Lord your God lives, she replied, I don't have any bread, only a handful of flour in a jar. And a little olive oil in a jug. I am gathering a few sticks to take home and make a meal for myself and my son, that we may eat it and die. Elijah said to her, Don't be afraid. Go home and do as you have said. But first, make a small loaf of bread for me from what from what you have and bring it to me. And then make something for yourself and your son. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. The jar of flour will not be used up. And the jug of oil will not run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the land. And to all the women in all of Israel, Jesus quotes it again in the New Testament. There was none, no, no other widow, but just this one widow in Zarephath. In the whole land of Israel, I am sure there were rich women. There were rich widows in, in Israel. I am sure there are those who had abundant, like, like all the water they needed, all the food they needed to keep them in that time. I am sure there were widows who could pay their way out, who could pay money to get all this water, all the food in their homes. And not only widows, I am sure there were women in the whole land of Israel. But yet, Jesus also quotes and says it was only this woman, the widow in Zarephath. And to all women, only this woman in Zarephath. Why? Because she would obey. Why? Because she would give her all. And just like I said tonight, the title is Give Jesus All. When I look at this, I read verses, verses 9. The Bible says, go at once to Zarephath in the region of Sidon and stay there. I have directed. That touched my heart. The Lord God Almighty 
directed the woman, the widow, in Zarephath to provide for Elijah. But I want you to note something. He did not come as maybe a voice speaking to her. The Bible does not tell us that he spoke to her in any form or any way. The Bible does not tell us when God spoke to this woman. But I want to believe that this woman was a woman who was always obedient to God's word. Who was always obedient to the Lord. The Lord knew she would be obedient. Just like Sending someone and saying that, you know what? Let me send Pearl. I know she will do it. The Lord trusted her. I ask you today to look into your life and my own life. Let me look into my own life. When the Lord speaks, are we obedient? Can the Lord trust us in such a way that I know I am going to send a woman to come at Dominion Church. And when I send that woman, I know that Becky is going to take care of her. Can the Lord trust us in such a way? Obedience. If we're going to give Jesus our everything, we have to learn to be obedient. We have to learn to die to self. We have to learn to surrender our all. And I guess that goes back to what Mama Bernadette preached a few Sundays ago. About being humble. Jesus humbled himself into death. He laid everything down. If the Lord is going. If we want everything. That the Lord, you know, that we're asking God for. We got to learn to be obedient. He has to be able to trust us. You cannot give a pig pearls and expect the pig to wear it on its neck. And not go in the mud. I believe the Lord trusted this woman. And he knew how she would react. He knew that the moment... Elijah would come to this woman. She was not going to say, you know what? Unfortunately, I can't do it. You didn't inform me ahead of time. You should have informed me ahead of time. See my schedule? Everything is packed up. I cannot make room for you. It is time to rearrange our lives. At his word, when the Lord says go, we go. When the Lord says give, we give. When the Lord says stop, we stop. When the Lord says, whispers in our ears and says, it's time to pray, we go pray. When the Lord says, oh, you know what? We need to fast. There's nothing like I got to eat some bread today and then tomorrow and then next week. My Lord, wait for a minute. I will start the fasting next month. When he says it, he has said it. Obedience. We have to come back to our first love. To that place when the, where the Lord just speaks and we just do it. We cannot get anywhere unless we are at that place of being obedient, humble, broken, 
on our face for Jesus. Only an obedient, broken, loving, uh, a broken person who loves Jesus with all their heart can be like this woman. She had only one, uh, just the last drop of oil. And just one cup of flour. Maybe just half a cup. Just to make for her son and herself. And she said, so that they can go eat and die. Meaning this was their life. The bread and the water and, and the oil and, and that flour, once she mixed it and they eat it, that was it. That was their lifeline and that was it. Nothing else. I don't know what we have cushioned ourselves on. What we're counting as our lifeline. And the Lord is saying, you got to give that up. You got to give up your self-dependence. You got to give up your understanding, Becky. You got to give up your own ways. The way you think it's just going to work. You got to give it up. We got to give up the things that we feel. <clears throat> it is our right to speak. There's some things that pastor always says, yes, yes, it is your right, but it doesn't mean that you should even exercise it. It could be your right. It is true. That when somebody slaps you, you have the right to slap them right in the face too. But is it right? Is it what Jesus would do? child of God we gotta come back to the first love to the heart of worship where we first began where our lifeline is Jesus is the Lord himself it has got to stop being about us it does not evolve around me it is not about me it's not about you the moment it becomes about you and I we have lost it. It's about one man. And his name is Jesus. When he says, we follow. When he told Matthew, follow me. Matthew never said, I got to finish my accounts book today. I got to balance the books and first finish it up and then I'll follow you. Immediately he got up and followed Jesus. When those of Andrew, Philip, Nathaniel. They just came and followed him. It's about one man. If we are to see the Lord, if we are to be like this woman whom Jesus even talks about and says unto none but that woman, if we are to be like that, we got to come back to the first love, to where it all began. We got to come back to Jesus with all that we've got. Whipping, whipping, wailing with love just for him. The love of our soul. We live in a world that we want so much. We want an automatic fridge. We want an automatic car. We want an automatic house. We want an automatic chair. We want everything automatic. That's the world we live in. We're going to come back. God is not automatic. No. 
their principles. Their principles in the kingdom of God. Lots of times, they always stand and they say, you know, I am the head and I'm not the tail. I am blessed. I am blessed and I'm favored. I'm good at saying those words early in the morning. Remember who you are. You're blessed. You're anointed. And I say that. But I want to remind you there are principles to those words. There are principles. There are principles. Being the head and not the tail, there's a principle to it. Being blessed, there's a principle to it. Given, you shall be given. Being blessed, there's a principle to it. We're going to walk according to the word of God. Be in sync. Be in one alignment with him. One. He did not call us to walk in two different paths. The Lord says, I have directed a widow there to supply you with food. Now, Elijah had been eating, by the way. Until the brook dried up. But he had been eating. The birds of the air had been bringing food to him. And the brook was running and he was able to drink water. This woman had no brook feeding her. She had no birds of the air bringing food to her. She was there with just the little that she had. But yet the Lord decides that this is the woman who's going to feed my servant. I don't know what you have that you're holding on to. That the Lord wants you to let go and give it all to him for his glory. For his glory. To him. There is a principle. Before this woman would get the blessing and overflow of the bread and the oil. That was the principle of obedience. Obedience. And it costs you and I nothing. Humility. Humility. It costs you and I nothing. All it costs is yes Lord. I will do it. Yes Lord I will go. Yes Lord. Here I am. Do it whatever way. Whichever way. You want. Do it. That's it. And the Bible says when he came to the town gate, a widow was there gathering sticks. He called to her. I love this part when, she, when he says, would you bring me a little water? Now that is so easy for us. When they say, would you bring me a little water? We run to the kitchen. We say, oh, Jacob, where's the water? He brings it, gives it to you. You just bring it. It's water after all. It's easy. Until they ask you for that that fills the stomach. That that you were depending on. That that you were hoping on to, holding on to as yours. And saying, I am not letting this go. She never said anything when he said, bring me a little water. But the moment Elijah said, oh, by the way, and also bring me a piece of bread. Then she stood and started to say, Surely as the Lord your God lives. <laughs> she replied, I don't have any bread. Only a handful of flour in a jar 
and a little oil or olive oil in a jug. Then she gives the reason why she doesn't have the bread. Of course she could have made the bread with what she has. That's us. And she says, I am gathering a few sticks to take home and make a meal for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. You might think at this point Elijah would say, you know what? Oh, poor woman. Let me just leave her. Lord, why did you send me to this woman? Elijah did not let go. He says, don't be afraid. Go and do as you have said. But first, make it for me. First, you got to serve the Lord. First, you got to seek for his face. First, you got to seek for his presence. You got to look for him first before you can get to whatever you're looking for in, my, in this life. A lot of us have gotten lost because we didn't realize the principle. They prophesied and they said, you're going to be this great pastor, this great anointed, whatever, whatever they call it. And totally forgot that there is a journey. And the journey has principles to it. It does. The number one thing is obedience, humility. Yeah. It's the number one thing. God, it is the number one thing. Being obedient to his word. Submitting to him. It's not going to work any other way. There's no cookie cutter about it. You can climb so fast. You can go anywhere. Post yourself everywhere. Go everywhere and be given platforms and opportunities. But... It will not work out because there's a principle to it. The principle is obedience. How are you treating the people around you? Yes, they prophesied over you. Yes, they've told you you're blessed and you're not the tail, you're the head. Yes, they said all these wonderful things about you and to you. But how are you walking? What's your walk with the Lord? Yes, it is true. This woman tried to give a reason to Elijah the moment they mentioned the bread. But yet she is like that son whom Jesus talks about. Jesus talked to, he was telling the Pharisees. He gave them an example. He said, of, uh, uh, he talked about a parable. And he said there were two sons. The first one, the father came and said, Will you go to the fields and do this work and each and everything and stuff? And he says, yes, father, I am going to go. I'm going to do it. And then he didn't go. But the, first, the second son, whom he had also asked at the same time as the other, had said, no, I'm not going to do it. And then later on, what does he do? Changes his mind and goes and does the father's job. And Jesus asks them, who did the right thing? Just like this woman in Zarephath. Yes, she gave her reason. But she still went ahead and did what she was commanded to do. That is called obedience. That is called submission, surrender, humility. Just following, as Jesus said, I do what my father tells me to do. That's it. What my father says is what I do. And that's who we got to be. 
we have to go back to this. We can't be doing it in our own ability, our own wisdom. Because our own cannot get us the blessings that come down afterwards. We can't expect to sleep in peace. Yet during the day, our tongues are setting fires. We can't expect our bodies to be healed. Yet during the night, we are selling ourselves to the lust and desires of this world. Can one serve two masters? We can't. There's only one master. You gotta choose. It's either Jesus or the one with the horns. I don't know if he has it, but regardless, they always draw him like that. He does, Musomba. If he does, Musomba said he does. <laughs> amen and amen. We praise the name of the Lord because it's taking us right back there. The Bible says, Elijah said to her, don't be afraid. Go home and do as you have, you, as you have said. But first make a small loaf of bread for me from what you have and bring it to me. And then make something for yourself and your son. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. The jar of flour will not be used up and the jug of oil will not run dry until the day the Lord sends the rain on the land. I know the Lord has promised so many of us and so many of you so many things that we pray for day and night. That we cry for in each and everything. But we got to be obedient to God to see this come to pass. And it shall come to pass. Because God says, the Bible says that God is not a son of man that he should lie. Nor a human that he should change his mind. He never wakes up on the wrong side of the bed. Or feeling kinks and feeling, you know, all the pressure of the world. He doesn't. He is perfect. He is the God who announces it before any being, anything knows. That is the God whom we serve. But we got to be obedient to him. To get to where we want to get to. To get the blessings that we talk about as Christians. To get the anointing. To see the glory of the Lord. To see his face. To see Jesus. You and I as a Christian to see Jesus. We have to be obedient. We cry every day here. And say Jesus we want to see your face. I cry here every day. I say Lord I want to see your face. Jesus I want to see you. Lord I want to see you. Lord show me your glory. But yet I realize I cannot see the glory of the Lord. Without obedience. Without humility. I can't. I just can't. The God we serve is a holy God. Everything shall pass away. But his word, whatever he says, shall stay. So I ask you today to give him your all. I ask you today to give him your life. That thing that seems so difficult to give up. That mindset, the heart, to give it all to him. And for maybe for you, it's not 
the heart. Maybe it's not a character. Maybe it's not a behavior. Maybe it's not whatsoever that other people are struggling with. Maybe it's just like this woman in Zarephath who had to give up the food that was her lifeline. Because she was going to eat and die. Maybe it's that very thing. And I don't know what it is. But if you give it to Jesus, if you put it in the hands of Jesus, he turns what? Ashes to beauty. He takes your ashes and cleanses and molds and sanctifies and gives you beauty instead. Bless the name of the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not all his benefits. One of the benefits is the one who crowns me with his glory, the crown of glory. That's what he does. He crowns us. If we give him all, our weakness, all, our disappointments, all the, the, the things that we struggle with, that we say within us, Lord, I don't want this. If we'll give it to him, if we give him and surrender that very last maybe, I don't know about you. Oh, the Lord reminded me. It was so difficult a few weeks ago. The Lord asks me. For some reason, a need came my way. And then, for my birthday, Lord, somebody blesses me with a huge amount of money. And the need is exactly that amount, Mama Bernadette. You're saying amen. It wasn't easy. It was a hard one because I had never been gifted such an amount really to be honest. And I thought I'm like, what? What were you thinking when you gave me this? And she's like, Becky, just do whatever you want. I just want you to have it. And the next day the need came. It's exactly that amount. And I looked and said, Lord, this has to be a devil. This has to be a demon. It can't be you. Honestly. I said it cannot be you. This just has to be one of those things, pastor. Those things that just cross your way. That you, you just want to forget it. You want it to disappear. I tried to pray my way out. But still, I couldn't pray it out. Then I tried to forget it. And I couldn't forget it. And every time I saw that interact. Oh, goodness. Every time I looked at that interact, I remembered the other need instead. Sometimes it's hard. It is so hard. But yet, let me tell you something, what the Lord did for us. I was testifying. I guess I'm wrapping up. I'm just testifying to encourage somebody's faith. Maybe you're just like the woman in Zarephath. That was just like me a few days ago. You know, what the Lord ended up doing is... um. We got a place in Brantford. And finally, the Lord provided all the finances we needed to close yesterday. We closed. Yeah. That is only God. Because we didn't know where the money was going to come from. We didn't have a starting point. But I believe it was in that flour, that olive oil, that jug of giving out and, and think and saying, Lord... Because I told the Lord, I said, now you're asking me to give of what you see is even not there. You see there is a need that's coming up here. Shouldn't I be wise? I'm supposed to be as wise what? You know? 
as a, as a serpent, right? But gentle as a dove. You know, I'm supposed to be wise. I told the Lord, if there is anything, why do you bring a need that is outside of the family? It's supposed to be my, isn't it supposed to be my family? Then I counted for the Lord how many Ugandan members back home that I have that have needs. Birthday money. Did I deserve it really? He knows. He gave it to me. It's not like as if I deserved it. It's not like as if I had kept it even with someone to give it to me. How we complain over things that God himself has given us. We become Jonah's, you know. Jonah sat down and complained. The Lord gave him a tree to just sh to give him shade. When he was complaining about the Ninevites. When he, he, he believed that God should have burnt them up. Just killed them up. And then all of a sudden the Lord makes the, the, the tree to, to grow overnight. And he loves the shade. And the next day the worms come and destroy it. And Jonah is upset. He did not even give the tree life. He doesn't even know how the tree grew, up, grew within one night. He doesn't even know how the molecules of a tree are put together to make a tree. But yet he was complaining. Oh, that was me. I don't know how many times we complain when the Lord asks us such. Like as if it's ours. The same thing with this woman in Zarephath. The oil wasn't hers. The flower belonged to the Lord. The Lord knows how he enabled her to even get it. She could have been one who wouldn't have had even that oil. Because there are, I, mean, I believe there are others who died of famine in that time. But yet she had this. On the little that you have. What is in your hands? The Lord asks Moses. What's in your hands? Whatsoever you have in your hand. Or whatsoever you're holding. Please put it in the hands of the Lord. Give it to him. For he is faithful. He is faithful. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. I am just going to pray and thank the Lord for the word. And then I'll ask my pastor to come and say something. Then we'll go into prayer. Amen. And amen. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word tonight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy 